Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel. Ricky. Yeah. Yeah. You're a dumbass. Have a wonderful day, okay? Bye-bye now. Holly. I finally got boobs and a butt back. And Scotty the body. Am I not as cool and good-looking as I think I am? The Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. No, my tongue feels too big today. Only from Hot 101.5. Give me Kit Kat or give me death. Tampa Bay's new hit music. Another podcast, another day. My name is Miguel Fuller. I'm Holly O'Connor. I'm Scotty. Uh, and Holly, yeah. what are you eating over there? I'm sorry. What I'm are you eating? eating tuna fish. What are you that eating? is a good quality tuna. That's good. I know. Uh, I really appreciate Scott sticking up for me every time I do this, but it's the it's a star kissed, like instant lunch thing. Why is my mother calling me? Oh. Can I just Yeah, you can go just, ahead and answer. Let's it. just see. No, and I'll ahead. be right back. Yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, so there, I, I'm not a tuna fish person. You're not, okay. You're not an anything, like anything outside of the square of food person. Mm-hmm. I literally sneak things and I throw them away and I hope you don't smell them. Really? Yes. At the house? Yes. What do you sneak by me? Whether it's a fishy substance, if I make anything in the, like, I like Asian food. Mm-hmm. And so anything in that realm, I try to hide. Mm-hmm. If I have oysters, I'll eat that really quick when you're not home. <sighs> Because the last time I did, I just got stared at. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. And there's a lot of, like, luckily, I think you're trying to get in the realm of uh, allowing us to have different types of food at the house. Like, the other day we got pho. Like, you're, mm-hmm. you let your, your boyfriend get pho, bring yeah. it over. Just, pho is, smells great, though. T- like, anytime it's outside of the box for Miguel, it's like, he just makes those... Comments. Look at his face, at his face right now. <laughs> yeah. It's either that face or the comments that are like, oh, what are you eating? And yeah. it's like, it's not in a way of like, he's curious. He's like, it he's, stinks. It's more like, what in the F did you bring in my space? Yeah. And I mean, I'm socially distant from you. <laughs> no, it's true. You, I mean, the tuna fish smell isn't, but. No, it's not. Mm, I don't know why. I just have this. No, tuna smells strong. I no, get it, is. it. I was that kid in, in school that my mom would pack me like tuna in lunch. And I would just remember sitting around my friends at lunch, and that would just stink up the I know. place. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying it's great, but like this makes lunch easy for me. Like I bring a little salad, and I bring this, and it's not really bad for me. No, and it's easy to bring it work. There's so many other things. I mean, but you get it, girl. You what get other it. Things? Quality protein. It's lean. What other things? Yeah. What other things you want me to bring? Yeah, you can get some chicken in a can. <laughs> that would stink the same way. You have can, you ever no, smelled chicken in a can? Oh, I have. It don't smell like that. That's pretty bad. Chicken in a can. I have a thing of chicken in a can in the pantry right now. I don't want to eat it because I don't think I've... Oh, I probably have, but I never knew it was chicken in a can. It just sounds weird to me. Like tuna, I'm used to. I yeah. could have tuna Wait, in a can. Wait, so you can eat tuna in a yes, can? But no, you... same. Chicken I don't know why. It, just, it feels weird. weird. I'm like, why the hell is that chicken in a can? Well, I don't know. chicken, I feel it just... I've always different. had it as a breast. I don't know. It's still a live animal that has now been preserved to be in a can. I know. It just feels weird that I'm eating this chunk of chicken. I think what I got to do is I got to dump it in a bowl really quick and then mix it all around with something. You're so weird about... Talk about eating things. Like... I think, what was it the other day? I made something on like a Sunday, and then Tuesday you were like, is this chicken good? Is it bad? I don't know. Straight men never know when things are bad or good. Well, that's because of experience of like, man, I remember the first time I really got food poisoning. Like, I remember, and it was the most horrifying experience of Mm. my entire life and so embarrassing, and thank God everything happened at like 1 a.m. Wait, what happened? It was the second year I was in college at our 
in my fraternity, and I was like the brotherhood chair where like I would put on events for people. Mm. Like I did it everything, and so we did a Super Bowl event at like a movie theater, mm-hmm. and we watched the Super Bowl there, rented it out, got food and everything, and I guess I had some type of salad with chicken or whatever. It probably was a salad. I just remember like laying, my stomach hurt so bad, mm. and at like probably midnight, 1 a.m., everyone was asleep. I had to go to, like, I went to the bathroom, and let me just say it was the grossest mm. all over the place yeah. moment of my life. Oh, yeah. And if anybody walked in, I would they wouldn't be able to look at me the same. Oh. It was horrible. Like, I couldn't do anything. I was like a statue just stuck there while things were happening. <laughs> <laughs> things were happening. That's, uh, like, I've never had a violent reaction like that. I mean, I've had it to where um, it was some sub shop when we lived in Panama City where it was, like, bad mayo or something that was left out. And I just remember, like, I ate the sandwich, and then, like, two hours later, it was just, like, a gut punch. But I didn't, like, puke or do anything else. Different foods cause different um, food poisoning symptoms. Yeah. So I had food poisoning because I ate, like, my, my air conditioning was broken in Finley, Ohio for a long time. And I had come back from vacation. It was even worse. Mm. And I had nothing to eat in the house. It was like 90 degrees in there. And I was like, what can I even eat? And I had these, you know, those little um, Ritz Bits crackers with yeah. like the processed cheese in the middle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those should be good, right? Yeah, no matter what. Yeah, as hell. Well, not in 90 degree heat for like days, oh, I think. Well. So I had those as like a dinner. And then I woke <laughs> up at about 4 a.m. Uh. with the worst stomach pains and cramps. Like I couldn't even stand up straight. Uh. I just, Literally it was... Like- Awful. But then on the other hand, my ex-husband had food poisoning from oysters. Mm. Oh, man. And that takes three days to show up. I had to do research on it because we were like, what did you eat that made you sick? <sighs> he ate it the three days before. Yeah. They were like the raw oysters. And I love those. we should have known because they were not Apalachicola oysters. Um, they were Galveston, Texas oysters. That's why. So. Mm. And it was New Year's Eve, and he Ooh. ended up in the bathroom, both ends. Yeah. Ugh, bad, yep. bad. That's the worst. Bad wow. News. All right. Well, let's move on to some happier. <laughs> While I'm eating, by the way. Yeah. Enjoy that. I'm almost hey, done. Don't we worry. We'll go through it. It's I'm all right. Almost, almost um, we're talking about pride, trying to sprinkle some pride stuff in every day this week. Um, as we lead up to what would have been St. Pete Pride this weekend. And I'll tell you, it has been really sad because I feel like, and when I say sad, I mean, obviously this is in quotations because I'm talking about a party, a fun, you know, it's also sort of like a little family reunion because usually I have a lot of friends that'll come down. My mom has come down a couple of times for Pride to visit and just to like not have it. And this is the first time in a very long time that June doesn't equal a pride parade or some sort of pride activity. It just feels weird. And I just literally feel like I'm floating in like hot weather. Like I don't even know what month it is, like what's going on. Because you're floating in hot weather. I am. Like I'm just like a weather balloon, just like got (laughs) untethered. I'm just floating around. There's nothing to look forward to. Yeah, I'm just like, what's going on with the summer? Uh, But we're trying to bring that pride feeling to you. So we got some really cool stuff I have planned for Friday's podcast. Um, But today, I wanted to get someone on the phone that has a really cool story that uh, some of the news outlets here in Tampa Bay have picked up. Um, And, of course, the phone number would have 69 in it. Nice. Wow. Let's see. Hello. Is this Art Smith? This is Art Smith. Art Smith. It's Miguel, Holly, and Scotty the Body. How the heck are you? I'm doing great. 
How are you? Wonderful. Now, you are a man about town. If you are what um in, in our little gay circle here in Tampa Bay, you got your St. Pete gays, you have your Tampa Bay, you have Tampa your Tampa gays. gays. Uh, Art, I would consider as one of those Tampa gays. You always see him out with a camera or doing something really cool in the community. And Art, first, before we get to this cool project that's been picked up by several uh, news stations here in Tampa Bay, um, what is it that you do when we see you around town all the time at, at the club? Well, it all it all kind of started with um, Channel 125, which a friend of mine had started about 20 years ago, um, archiving original gay video online uh, because there were no gay channels and stuff back then. And right. so Channel 125 gets involved with a lot of events. We've been a sponsor of the New Tampa Pride since year one. And um, actually, that's how I met you and Holly. That's right. I remember that. It I was, do, too. That was like literally the that was the week before we started on the air. It was like the week after we moved here and all my clothes hadn't even come from Panama City yet. <laughs> and I distinctly remember I had to wear this dress with no bra. And I was like... <laughs> Oh, God, <laughs> boobs are out. But I remember meeting you, so that's all in the same day. I'm just a little bit confused, though. Miguel is the one with the lighter hair or the darker hair? <laughs> I remember you, t- yep. you said that joke when you <laughs> yep. filmed this. I love it. Five years later, I still remember it. That's so awesome. Now, you film things that are happening in the community for this channel you have online. Mm-hmm. Now, what right. is it that you're doing for the gay community that's now gotten picked up by several outlets? Well, it started about six months ago. Um, I've always been involved with the gay community somehow. I've published gay magazines in Atlanta. I've written for Watermark here when I first moved to Tampa. And our gay history has always been kind of important to me. So about six months ago, I was speaking with some friends in Atlanta. And um, one of them happened to be the owner of what was Atlanta's biggest, gayest, most iconic nightclub. Backstreet. Oh, I like I didn't get to do Backstreet because it was gone by the time that I was old enough. Oh, but my mom has stories about going there like this club was iconic in Atlanta back in the day. Okay, so for people who don't know, Backstreet opened in 1975 in Atlanta and it was this mega three story club with a monstrous dance floor that uh, in the later years, uh, starting in the 80s, it had a a 24-hour-a-day liquor license, which (laughs) meant that they could serve alcohol any time of the day or night. But the drawback was they could never close. Yeah. If they closed closed for one hour, then they lost their 24-hour license and went back to a normal bar. So, So it was... People would go there. We would line up at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning after all the other clubs closed and party until daylight. And then you'd walk out from this dark dance club and be blinded by the sunlight. So I can't anyway, imagine. <laughs> uh, I did a T-shirt design for them using their old logo. And we used it to raise money for the Atlanta Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. And um, it was to commemorate 45 years since their opening. Mm. That went over really well, and I toyed around with a couple of other favorite bars. You know how we all have those places we remember from our early days, you know, in the, in the bar scene? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
I wish I had gotten that T-shirt when I was there. I, you know, I wish I had something to remember that bar by. So I started doing a couple more that I had contacts with and I could track down the logos. And by March, I was up to maybe five or six bars. Wow. And then coronavirus hit. Yeah. Yeah. And suddenly I was on lockdown. Um, I, you know, my social media accounts, um, the businesses that I worked with promoting their, you know, events and, and sales and stuff, they had nothing to, nothing for me to do. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to revisit this bar project. So since March 15, I have added more than 400 bars wow. to that collection. Whoa. That is incredible. That is so awesome. Now, I'm assuming these aren't just ones that are from the gay past of Tampa Bay history. Is this all over the U.S.? It is. Um, I've had, because of the lockdown, of course, I've had to work largely with online archives of uh, magazines and uh, newspapers and whatever I can track down online. Mm -hmm. But there are bars i mean in major areas i've got um, probably 50 or more bars in georgia um, more than 50 bars in florida more than 50 bars in the state of new york wow. um, probably 30 or 40 in pennsylvania but there's you know delaware there's a couple from canada there's new jersey um, illinois wisconsin wherever i can find history about a gay bar that isn't there anymore um i'll you know, through the wonder of social media, I'll track it down. That is so awesome. Wow. And I'm sure people are so fond and grateful of that. I mean, I remember after Pulse, that was a big topic of conversation in the gay community because over the past 15 years, we've seen the decline of the gay bar mm-hmm. because as people like Scott, who's 23 and you have gay friends and I have gay friends that are around your age, Scott, and they're like, eh, I don't need to go to the gay bar because going to McDenton's or uh, any of the uh, bars in Soho mm-hmm. or downtown Tampa, they welcome everybody. It feels inclusive. Right. Exactly. And don't feel shunned. Right. Where that's what really the gay bars were a beacon for it was like hey you're welcome here even though you aren't welcome anywhere else i mean if you ask i mean and i I don't know for like a young gay but i mean i feel like anyone over 25 or 30 you say what was what was your experience walking into your first gay club and i can tell you the song the smell the feel because it was sort of like i have arrived your home it is it felt like home and so that's so cool that you're bringing that to so many people Yeah, and what's really cool is I get, you know, because I do it on Facebook through my own profile when I post in some of these different groups, you know, I partied in Pittsburgh or whatever, um, these people know who know it's me. Mm. So they they give me feedback. They'll comment on my post and say, you know, thank you for doing this. This this is where I met my husband 30 years ago or this was – a, a very important place in my coming out or, and I'm getting a lot of feedback from a lot of people that are all over the country who are really pleased to, to see, you know, the, uh, their bars kind of brought back to life. Mm, I love that. That is fantastic. You know, I've always thought about doing a podcast 
um, talking to elder gays because there is this whole life that I feel like we don't remember and we don't preserve. And I don't want that to be lost. Right. Because it's such a rich history. So I'm so glad that you are doing this. How can people peruse uh, all the different options that you have? So on my website, uh, which is thewowbiz.com, on thewowbiz.com, right at the top of the homepage is a link for the the gay throwback T-shirts. If they click on that link, they will go to another page on my website that breaks down the list by state. So it'll say Florida mm. and have, um, you know, Miami, Tampa, Orlando, whatever. And it will list the names of the bars from that area that are in the collection. That's if they so want awesome. to see that particular collection, there's also a link there where they can mm. go directly to see the t-shirts. Um, and it's all on one page on my website. So it makes it really easy to find what you're looking for right now. Um, you know, cause with 400 options and, and growing every day, um, mm. it would take forever to scroll through right. <laughs> the individual. Absolutely. Did you get a logo from club one in Savannah? Club one in Savannah is still operating. Oh, that, Oh, Oh, I didn't know that. I haven't been in so long to the club one. Uh, wow. Um, I have, I have done a couple of bars that are still in business. Um, by request of the owner. Mm, so, gotcha. Because they're still selling their own merch. So that totally makes sense. Sell, well, they sell their own at their store. Right. You know, at their bar. But for instance, I was doing research on a bar in Miami that was um, possibly the largest gay bar in recent history. Mm. Um, it's called Mecca. And it was in downtown Miami. And um, it was 30,000 square feet. Goodness gracious. So it's twice the size of a Kroger grocery store or a Winn-Dixie. Oh, my gosh. Um, Lord. And while, while I was talking to the owner, he said, well, why don't you include my other bar, too? And I said, what bar is that? And he said, Marcello's in Buffalo. Oh, yes. I've been there. My boyfriend's taken me there in Buffalo before. Yeah. I saw the pictures. I remember when you took your trip up there. So Joe Marcello asked me to put his current bar in the collection also uh, because he said he's not interested in selling online, but he does sell merchandise at the, at the location. Wow. So I would do one for club one. I'll gladly do it. I've been there many years ago, probably before you were born. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure you have some stories. Well, thank you so much for uh, explaining this new project that you have going on. And now people can go and peruse some of these logos from back in the day. We really appreciate it. I hope they can also take the time to read some of the listings because I've tried to include history when I can in any of them. So the younger people who never experienced it mm-hmm. can also see and learn a little bit about where we came from. Absolutely. That is so cool. Well, Art, thank you so much for all that you do. And when uh, I make it over to the Tampa side, I'll say hi, okay? All right. Thanks. Y'all have a great day. You, you too. too. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. I love that. Oh, that just brought back so many memories thinking about Club One and Savannah and the first time that I walked in and then I saw a uh, male dancer on the stage and I was just like, oh, what is this? My God. 
Um, I had to get my mom on the phone real oh, quick. Okay. Mom? Hey. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Good. So we're doing Why the podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how I talk on the radio. Okay. Uh, no, so we are, uh, we're doing the podcast now, and we were just talking to a gentleman who has a side business of making T-shirts from gay clubs that have uh, that were around back in the day. That are closed now. And some that are still open. Mm-hmm. And one of them he mentioned is Backstreet in Atlanta that was 24-7. And didn't you frequent that club a little bit back in the day? Yeah, uh, I didn't know it was a gay club. Oh. Um, everybody, went, everybody went there. It was that was the one I think it was on Peachtree Street, right on the corner, Peachtree and Peachtree, Peachtree and Sixth Street. Because, mm. as a matter of fact, I think when you came, we was riding, and I said, "Miguel, this used to be a club right here, and I used to go there, leave leave the San Susie, and go to Backstreet." Mm. Oh. Okay, hold on, let's back up. What was the San Susie? Oh my God, San Susie was where it happened at. Oh, oh. what happened in Atlanta yeah. back then? Well, I'm just saying that's where all the fun was um, at Club San Susan, where you can meet like celebrities. Oh, um, Abdullah, you, you know what Abdullah the Butcher is? Uh uh-uh, uh, what's that? Or who is that? He's a rascal, dummy. So did you did you meet him there? <laughs> Abdullah used to have. Um, the countertop lined up with drinks for me. Yes, I met everybody there. Oh, oh wow! I've yes. never heard these stories before, Mother. So, what was yeah. it? What was it like back then? And and how old were you at the time? Um, I was. Let me see. I started. I think around nineteen up until you came. <laughs> slow down. Yeah. Yeah. Slow down a little bit. Uh, yeah, I had to slow down with two, so yep. I could I could easily get a babysitter for one, but with two, See, that's, that's a whole different story. Yeah. That's a lot. Oh, the eighties. Yeah. Uh, so what was it like at this place? I mean, do you remember any other celebrities that were there? I actually met uh, Ronnie Devoe, and I was mad because it wasn't Bobby. Mm. <laughs> oh, from Belle Biv Devoe. Mm-hmm. And you wanted me, yeah. Bobby Brown. Yeah. Oh. You, of course. Of course. Um, okay. By the way, Mom, your birthday is next week, July 3rd. Oh, wow. And there is yeah. a website called Cameo where you can get celebrities to send messages. I have been checking mm-hmm. since January for Bobby Brown, and his has been unavailable since then. What is his deal? What, what else is he doing? I don't know. So, Mom, know that I've literally, I have been checking since January when I found out about it. Oh wow, that sucks. So sorry. So whenever it is come available, don't whatever. Don't give up. Keep keep trying. Keep trying. <laughs> we, we don't we don't give up. No, we we're don't. not quitters here. No, no. So exactly, exactly. Walk me through like these club days back in the day when you would go in. Like what else would happen? Was it like uh, what was it? Studio Fifty Four, where people doing drugs and quaaludes and stuff? No, no, no. Uh, well, if if they did, I didn't know about it. We only drank. Cause actually, that was the first time I ever even had a drink in my life. I had a pina colada, which I will <laughs> never forget. That was my first drink, a pina colada. 
and they literally had to like carry me out of the club. Oh, a pina colada. <laughs> well, you know, they might have made it strong. You know, that's, that's okay. Uh, I don't know. We would stay there. We would get to the club around ten thirty or eleven because I was working the evening shift from three to eleven. So when I got off work, I would go to the club and stay at the San Susie until like three o'clock until they closed. Then left the San Susie and went to Club Silver Fox. Oh. Which stayed open until eleven o'clock the next morning. What? So I would come out the club, makeup, eyes black from makeup, um, been up all night, coming out the club, and there was a church right across the street from the club. <laughs> People going to church. I'm coming out the club with this mini dress on, dress up my behind, <laughs> makeup running. <laughs> I felt so bad. <laughs> Wow! I had to find shades to put on and pray that nobody see me. <laughs> one morning, one morning I leave the club. It was on a Saturday night, and that Sunday morning I had to go to work. That's when I was working at the bonding company with your granddad. Mm-hmm. And I called him and told him that morning. I say, Dad, I'm not feeling good. Um, I'm at home in the bed, so I need to take the day off. I leave the club, get to the red light. I'm sitting at the red light. Tipsy, because they didn't bother you by DUI back then. Sitting but we, the but we hold on. We would like to say that now that we know better, we do better, and we don't do that, okay? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, okay. Well, I don't drink anymore. Okay. So anyway, um, I'm, I'm sitting at the red light. I look over, and who is it? Your granddad. <laughs> oh! What are the odds? Oh, and my God. Just, just lied and told him that I was in the bed sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So he fired me oh. um, <laughs> for for a couple of days, and then I went back. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Oh my yeah, goodness! So you had a fun club experience in the seventies and eighties. Yes, mostly the eighties. Now, was, um, yeah, mostly the eighties. What was the craziest thing that you saw at the club back then? Well, actually, it it wasn't anything crazy. Everybody just had fun. Mm. You know, it was no fighting, you know, shooting, definitely no shooting. People didn't even hardly carry guns back then. But, I mean, it was, it was just fun. You go in, you drink some, you dance. I mean, you dance all, that's what you do. You dance all night. That's how everybody stayed fit. You know, <laughs> makes it was, sense. It was, it was good, clean, fun. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. Do you ever miss yeah, those nothing. days? Do I? It, com, com, compared to what we're going through now, yeah, yeah, sitting at home every day, mm. all day, all night. Mm. It's getting to me now. At first, it was fine, but now it's like, <laughs> okay, walls, <laughs> yeah, start moving. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and real quick before we let you go, Mom, I feel like because you are in Atlanta, we can't let you go without talking about everything that's been going on with George Floyd and the protest. And you've been through it because you were born in 1958. So you were born shortly after Brown Board, Brown versus Board of Education, um, when Jim Crow was still the rule of the South. Um, 
how did, what do you feel about what's happening? And not even about like the rioters and the looters. We don't want to talk about that. But like the change that we're starting to see when you remember it, how are you feeling about everything now? Well, it's it's been a long time coming. Um, I pretty much never had to go through anything like this. I, I can only remember one instance where it like really, really had my blood boiling. I was coming out of a parking lot one day. I was up on Jimmy Carter, um, and the traffic was heavy. And it was a car beside me. I'm sorry, it was a car behind me. And this lady, she stopped. This lady let her window down and told the other car, she said, you come on, you come on. No, not you, Ian. Call me the N-word. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was so furious. I was literally in tears. I could not believe she said that and did that. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's time for change. Um, I'm glad to see um, this is happening. Right. How? Because yeah, it has had gotten gotten out of hand. How do you feel like the city of Atlanta has changed from when you were going through high school to now, as in like the racial makeup of it and race relations in the city? <laughs> <laughs> None. It hasn't changed. It did, hasn't changed. Did you feel any different when you met some of my friends' parents when uh, we would go to Roswell and you would meet, you know, Corey's parents or Ryan's parents or any of my other high school friends? Yeah, because I felt like they are, was, and are genuine people. Right. They actually care. You know, they don't care nothing about the color of your skin. They was just there for you because you cut. We all going to bleed red. And that's how I felt about them. Because now, you know, if I felt any kind of type of way about them, you would have never gone. No, that is true. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. Yeah, well, because, you know, I didn't bite my tongue because your one friend, parents, that I did not like. And I told you I don't like them and you will not be going back. Yeah, that is Remember true. Some of the ones I think was alcoholics. You told me that they was drinking. And I don't think you meant to tell me that. But when you told me that, like, that's it. Last time you going there. Mm. That is true. I was not allowed to go to a lot of people's houses growing up. <laughs> not until I was older. Well, yeah. makes sense. Good, good reasons. Well, Mom, thank you so much for uh, chatting with us. Wait, and wait, get, wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 yeah, wait. Oh, hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on. Hold on, yeah, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I got one more thing I want to say. Absolutely. About this troll that was on Scotty's page. Oh, wait. Um, okay, hold on, hold on. Let me let me set the stage for you real quick. Um, so on our Miguel and Holly. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? I do, because I just saw it right before we started the podcast. Oh, wow. Wait. I didn't see this yet. Okay. Yeah. Wait. So on the Miguel and Holly Facebook page, and wait. so we're recording this uh, June 24th on Wednesday. Yesterday, Scott, you posted your uh, Grill, Daddy. Grill Daddy video. Life Talks with Flavor. Clack, clack. Yep. Yes. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh, this is so great. This is fun. I wish I had that much energy. And then this one person goes, can you guys act normal when you talk? You guys are kindergarten or grown-ups. 
And so I saw so is, that, it, is it supposed to say, are you kindergartners or grownups? You know, I a, a, a lot of people pointed out their... Um, their lack of ability to create a legitimate sentence while also calling others kindergartners? Yes. Okay. Um, and so then a lot of people are saying, like, don't like it, don't watch it. And then I saw it yesterday and I was feeling some sort of way. And I was like, what in the no loving fun are you talking about? <laughs> They're going to see this. Yeah. I didn't either. Um, and so, Mom, then you posted something. Um, what would you like to say to this oh. person if they are listening and they don't like Scott's uh, Grill Daddy Talks video? Well, the thing that I said, uh, first of all, get a life. And if you don't like it, why the freak are you on his page? Mm. If somebody posts something and I don't like, I'm not going to be on their page. I'm not going to be reading what they put on there or whatever. Keep your comments to yourself. If you have nothing positive positive to say, don't say it. Mm. People have feelings too, you know? Yes. Yes, I agree. That pissed mm. me off. Yeah. Preach your mama. Dang, thank you. <laughs> uh, there have been times in my career where – you know, we've talked about this, how I'm trying to get better about sort of talk, not talking back, but defending myself. Whereas in radio, you're always taught the customer is always right. The listener's always right. So if they say whatever they want to cool. say about you, you just sort of take it. Well, my mom, cool. when she's seen these comments through the years. <laughs> well, she I doesn't have, work in radio, so she knew, can't say anything. I've literally had to be well, like, thank you. it's okay, mom. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't. Stop, stop, stop. Mm. And because that's 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 your mom. That's your mama. Yes. Yeah. She go. She go. Want to say yeah. something? Yep. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, because it's, it's it's been quite a few times that I wanted to say some say something, but I didn't. But this morning is like, okay, I'm sitting in this house. These walls driving me crazy, and I don't need no negative. Nothing ne- to be reading nothing negative. And then I saw that. I'm like, dude, seriously? Yeah. Come on. You never know when it's going to hit you. Sometimes I'll read something and it hits me sideways and I'm just like, oh, you wanted to fight? I'm, I'm here. Let's fight. Let's fight. I'm ready today. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, thank you so, so Holly, much. How are you? I'm good. Uh- <laughs> good. You know, just trying to stay healthy and, you know, stay sane and mm-hmm. all that. I'm good, though. Everything is, is going pretty well. And you, Scotty? I'm doing pretty decent. A lot better this week than I was doing last week. So that is... Well, what happened last week? Last week was rough. My my car was in an accident. I was in an accident. And then uh, oh. my girl... But that's okay. That's getting worked on. I got a little back back treatment today, getting that worked on. And my car should be done Friday. So that's good. And then my mom was in the hospital last week. But now she's officially home mm-hmm. as of yesterday. So that's a positive. So this week has been much better than last week. So sorry. Is is she okay? She's doing much, much better. So yes. Good. Well, is I that- want y'all guys to stay to stay safe because I'm looking at the news and I see where that coronavirus is spiking up again in Florida, mm-hmm. as well as other places too. But I'm more concerned about Florida because you all are there. So you all be safe. Well, we, we will. will do that. Well, thank you, Mom. I love how you just took over the end of the podcast. <laughs> I know. She's like, no, no, I'm not done yet. I'm oh, like, all right, done. Mom, trying to go through all my radio motions. She's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I am not done. No, it's okay. It's I like the, it. I know. It's fine. Too. You take over. It's the Angela show. Come on, girl. Well, <laughs> Mom, thank you so much for letting us chat with you for a little bit, and you have a great rest of the week, okay? Thanks. You guys do the same. Love y'all.
Love you too. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Holly, what's all your social media? Radio Holly on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And Holly on Hot 101.5 on Facebook. Scott? At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Wonderful. And I still have some Pride stickers if you want to get some. Or some Miguel and Holly stickers, whatever you want. Just email me, Miguel, M-I-G-U-E-L, at Hot1015TampaBay.com. Also, you can listen to Miguel and Holly Uncensored on Apple Podcasts. Just make sure to rate and review us. Also, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, and on Amazon Echo. But just make sure to rate and leave us a review and to subscribe. Bye and happy Pride. Catch up on previous episodes of Miguel and Holly Uncensored now on the Hot 101.5 app or on iTunes on your smartphone. It's Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Quarantine edition from Hot 101.5. Made hot by Corona Beer.